Welcome to Teen Wealth Radio, a show just for teens, their parents, and educators to come together and discuss the issues that are affecting our youth today. Your host is Brandy England. Brandy is joined each week by amazing guests, as well as a regular panel of co-hosts who are here to give you ideas and encouragement every step of the way. We also have plenty of other surprises on today's show. So let's get started. Here's your host, Brandy England. Hey everybody, welcome back. I'm very excited about this episode uh, because we have a good friend of mine on who's an incredible businesswoman, mother, author. She's been everywhere, done everything and overcome some huge <laughs> obstacles to get there. So we're very excited to have Iris on board. Hi, Iris. Hi. Hi, Brandy. Hello, everyone. Thank you so much for having me on. Thank you. Oh, we're very excited. And I usually have a co-host, Kevin Friesen, uh, joining me, but he's at home with family right now, and my other couple co-hosts are traveling, so it's just you and me today. <laughs> <laughs> awesome. Perfect. <laughs> Beautiful. So for anyone tuning in for the first time, Teen Wealth Radio is all about helping teenagers who are struggling with finding their identity or figuring out who they are and what they want in life. Um, our goal here is to help them be inspired to find a life of either entrepreneurship or just living the life of their dreams. And so we're trying to bring on guests that have overcome challenges and are following their dreams and who are passing on great information to young people out there who are kind of struggling with what their dreams might be. Uh, so I'm really excited to welcome Iris. So Iris, just tell us a little bit about you, who you are, your background and where you come from. Wow, that is a loaded question, but to give you just a little bit about me, um, I'm a mother of two children. I actually have a 21-year-old and a 14-year-old. Can you believe it? Oh, my goodness. But uh, I'm 45 years old. I am a mom. I am an entrepreneur, and I juggle so many things in between. But I love it because I get to live my dreams, which is basically having my own business. And I started my business about a few years ago, maybe four, five years ago. And um, in between, I actually rebranded my business to what I have now. It has turned into an agency. So I do have a few people helping me along the way to help entrepreneurs and business professionals professionals create even more success with their business. So that's a little bit of, of, of just about me, a little bit of information about me. So Beautiful. Well, I've, I've, you and I met probably two and a half, three years ago now. Is that correct, if I'm thinking back? I know. I cannot believe it. It's been incredible. <laughs> and I know you have been so super busy. I see you on Facebook. I see your pictures. And it's amazing because... You are just doing incredible things, and I'm so, so proud of you. But, yes, we have met, gosh, two, three years ago, and ever since then, we kept in touch. And I haven't seen you this year yet. No, that's <laughs> so true. we need we to get together. Too much. <laughs> I agree. I agree. I absolutely agree. Well, I saw that you uh, got to hang out with my business partner, Evan Oglesby, because he's down there in Georgia with you. So I'm slightly jealous that I wasn't there with you guys. <laughs> <laughs> Yes, I know. You need to come back to hot Atlanta, right? It is so super hot over here. The humid is like, ah. But, um, yes, he is actually going to be at my very first event in two weeks. And um, he doesn't know it yet. And, and I, I don't know if he's listening in, but <laughs> and you're going to be the first one to know, Brandy. Do you want to know it? <laughs> but, um 
Well, I'm going to ask him because he, he's going to be, you know, he's coming in. He's, he's one of my visitors' special guests. And I'm going to ask him if he's going to be, if he's willing to be um, a panel expert speaker. So, oh, that would be amazing. Be, I know he's going to say yes. He'll love that. Are you yeah. kidding? <laughs> <laughs> I know. If you are here, I will put you on stage too and let you talk oh. for an hour. <laughs> oh man, I'm 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 so jealous. I, I'll be back. I'll be back probably this winter sometime. I just got to take care of a lot of stuff up here in Canada first. <laughs> oh my gosh, yeah, I I have missed you so much, and you and our awesome friend and beautiful lady Noreen. Oh my gosh, I just you know I love you guys. I miss you, and I can't wait to see everyone again. I just can't can't wait. <laughs> Yeah, it'll be great. We'll have to have a reunion. I'm uh, meeting up with Keith and Rachel um, in October in Las Vegas, I believe, for one of their conferences. And I think a couple other people are flying in. So it should be good to catch up with everyone, too. I think that's where you and I met, right? At one of those events. Exactly. And yes, it was Keith and Rachel who brought us together uh, because we were at that, I forgot what it was, but some type of mosaic Okay, I'm mispronouncing their company name. <laughs> I'm so sorry. But um, was it at like a Mosaic two-day event or something like that? We had like a, a type of workshop, you know, yeah, back absolutely. to back. Yeah, we talked about branding and marketing and things like that at the workshop. And I think that's how we got started. And then I found out that you had a husband and two teenage sons. Well, they were teenage <laughs> at the time. I think your son was 19 back then. <laughs> your oldest, yeah. at least. Yeah. Uh, like, oh, my goodness. You're, you're incredibly successful. Your Facebook is always filled with these amazing pictures. I mean, you work with amazing people like Les Brown, which I want to ask you about a little bit later. But let's start <laughs> from the very beginning so that young people out there listening can hear about kind of your childhood, where you were born, what kind of interesting things you learned growing up before you arrived, where you've arrived now in this stage of your life. Wow. Really interesting stuff, right? Wow. Okay. Well... Let me say first that actually I was born in the Philippines and I was adopted when I was an infant. Um, At that time, my adopted parents already had two children of their own, which became my two older brothers. So growing up, I've always been a tomboy because I'm surrounded with guys, if you will, And my mom, which I don't even call her my adopted mom, was also a tomboy. So basically what that means to me is we don't cry about silly stuff. We keep moving. We keep moving forward and just, you know, dust ourselves off and and, uh, stand stand back and, you know, just keep moving forward. So basically that's what my, my, a little bit of background about me. When I came to the the United States, I believe I was 11 or 12 years old at that time. And mind you, Brandy, okay, you know know the Philippines, right? It is a tropical country, very warm. The weather is in the 70s or 80s, right? Mm -hmm. All of a sudden, (laughs) (laughs) I know, I am missing it so much. But all of a sudden, my mom goes, you know what, Iris, it's time for you to go to the United States. 
And at that time, my mom was actually establishing herself here in in um, United States. She had a few friends in California, and that's where she stayed for you know for a little while until until she was able to bring my brothers and I one by one. My brothers were a lot older than me. There were <laughs> 10 to 15 years, you know, older than me, and so I was the youngest one. My father, my adopted father already passed away, and my mom was thinking, it's like, you know what, we need to have, we need to, you know, start a new life, so perhaps we should move to the, the United States. So the very first state that she actually landed, if you will, is California because she had a few friends there and a few family members and, you know, um, they helped her over there. So one by one, my two brothers actually uh, went to California and then I stayed for a little bit behind, maybe two or three years because one, I was still much younger and second, they just did, it, did not want to pull me out of primary schools right away. So I lived with my, um, my aunt at that time who helped me, uh, who, who pretty much became my mom, if you will, because she was there for me and all those great things. So anyway, when that time came for my mom to get me from the Philippines, it was a shocking experience to me, to say the least, mm. uh, in many, many ways. Because one, I was actually, you know, enjoying the life back, mm. in, back at home, back in the Philippines with great weather and great food. You know, we got all these tropical great food. And all of a sudden, within, within a day and a half, seems like, my environment change from really comfortable weather, you know, tropical weather to snowy and cold and frigid environment. Because I came here in the dead of winter. It was early January when I came here. And I have never seen snow in my life. And I wow, thought yeah. that was... <laughs> huh? Yeah. <laughs> I couldn't imagine what that but, would be like. Like, as a Canadian, I grew up with snow, but seeing white stuff fall from the sky <laughs> for the first time, that would be uh, pretty incredible, I think. Exactly, exactly. And my mom, she was, she was telling me, oh, there's no big deal, Iris, because she has been here before, maybe two or three years before I came over. And she's like, oh, yeah, this is normal. Um, you know, you don't have to worry about it as long as you have your coat and your socks and everything to keep you warm, you know, you'll be fine. <laughs> but I wasn't, I wasn't really comfortable. I had on, I believe I had on two, two or three hats and probably about, I was wearing two gloves and two different types of socks and, you know, everything that I can think of to keep myself warm and cozy. So that was, um, that was a mental shock in my opinion, but I will, never forget that because it's one of those things that told myself like you know what I'm I'm not at home anymore this is a different new life for me so you know being 11 or 12 years old that was one of my memory 
coming from, the, you know, going from the Philippines and then going to the United States. Wow, absolutely. That's, that's incredible. Um, and you said you were how old, 10 or 11 when that finally happened? Yeah, 10, 11-ish or something like that. I cannot remember the exact year or the exact uh, age, but I know it was, it was around that time frame. You know what? I think I mentally blocked it. <laughs> <laughs> like, okay, but I just knew I've been here for so long. I can't. And the funny thing is I have not been back home to visit. Never, not since you came over here, you haven't been back to the Philippines? No. Can you believe it? No, I have not. I have not. Oh, you got to take your so. sons and your hubby there so they can see where you <laughs> came from. That would be amazing. <laughs> I know. I should. I really should. And, yeah, it will be an incredible experience for me, to say the least, because I know they have so many things that have changed over time, over many, many years. So I could just imagine the new, the new things that are just popping up all over the place, you know. Well, you know what, now that you're talking about the Philippines, my, my brain is thinking about chicken adobo, which is, I know is a very <laughs> traditional dish over there, and my, I'm thinking about that right now. So we do have to go to uh, commercial break for just a minute here, but when we come back, I'd love to talk more about um, your two older brothers being a tomboy and what that was like as a teenager growing up in California, <laughs> trying to learn a whole new culture. So we'll be back in just a couple minutes, everyone, if you want to reach out to us. Uh, our phone number is one eight five five eight six six teen. That's eight three three six is the last four digits. Or you can find us on Facebook at Global Teen Wealth, on Instagram at Teen Wealth, or on our Twitter at Teen Wealth Radio. We'll be back shortly. Become our friend on Facebook. Post your thoughts about our shows and network on our timeline. Visit facebook.com forward slash Voice America. Hey you, yeah you, are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639. 
639 at Freshly.com. Stimulating talk gets those synapses in the brain firing really fast. All the time. The number one internet talk station where your opinion counts. VoiceAmerica.com. You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back. I know you're listening out there and enjoying Iris, um, our guest that's on for today. Uh, we Just before the break, we talked a little bit about her coming from the Philippines, being adopted, growing up there until she was 10 or 11 years old, and then uh, moving to California with her older brothers and her mom, uh, and then kind of becoming a business person. And I was just curious about something you said, Iris, a little bit before the break, about how you talked about your mom being kind of a tomboy, having two older brothers, and you kind of being a tomboy. I've met you, and you are the cutest, most daintiest woman ever and I could never picture you as a tomboy tell me about that (laughs) (laughs) that is so so funny um I guess my definition is of a tomboy is a little different compared to some people okay mind you uh growing up when I was still in the Philippines uh, I was a daddy's little girl so I had to behave like a proper little girl you know a lady so whenever he's he's around I have to make sure that I'm all set and proper and all those great things. But if he goes to work, you know what I do? I go out there and I would climb trees, coconut mm. trees, grapefruit yeah. trees, anything at all. And I will even swim in a swamp. Okay. I have not shared this, this story in so long. So, and I can't believe I'm saying it on the radio. But those are the fun, fun, you know, fun memories that that I had growing up because um, it's just one of those things that, you know, that resonated with me or very, very, you know, memorable. But um, my my nanny at that time, they did not like me doing that because when I get back home, I'm all messy and dirty and, and they have to wash me up again. And, and all those good, good things because when they send me out to play or whatever I wanted to do, I'm all dressed up wearing dresses, you know, um, uh, shoes, and even, even have my, my hair up with ponytails or pink bows. Really, really girly. So mm. I became a rebel because mm. I did not want to wear any more dresses. And I've always worn pants and suits, um, you know. But nowadays, because I'm more in the spotlight, I'm, I'm doing a little bit things here and there in front of the audience, in, in front of people. I am actually training myself to wear more dresses. And my husband loves it because he goes for the last 20-odd years that he has known me. I hardly worn any dresses at all, unless I have to go to a party or something like that. But he loves it now because for the last year or so, I'm wearing, wearing more dresses than ever. I love it. I'm 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 very much a tomboy in my own right. I love getting dirty and beating boys at sports, but I also yeah. love putting on a pair of five inch heels, doing my eyelashes, and wearing a really pretty dress too. It's a lot of fun to do both. <laughs> exactly. Exactly. 
I was I was curious about something. I know that you have two boys, both teenagers, or one that's now twenty one, but uh, the other's a teenager, and the other just went through being a teenager. And it was interesting. You reminded me of um, when you said, "Don't cry about the silly stuff." Um, that was kind of how it was in my house too. But I, there's something very interesting that's going on right now, and there's a trend in the world, and we're talking about how men have been for too long told to be a man, which is very destructive. Like not to show your emotions mm-hmm. to be a man to to not cry about the silly stuff so as a parent how do you find that balance raising two teenage sons um do you have any thoughts on that because i I don't know i'm just i'm just curious because boys now are able to show a little bit more emotion but it's still very much the stereotypical be a man don't cry get back up and just go for it and and some of them become a little bit more aggressive because they have to hold all their feelings and do you have any thoughts on that at all Oh, yes, yes, definitely. Um, I'm so glad you said that because in my household, believe it or not, in my, in my house, it's a little different with us because, one, my husband and I are very, very close with my children, with our children. Ever since they were babies, we try to make sure that whatever they do, whatever they, you know, whatever the case may be, they either fall or, or they, they do something um, great in school we always make sure that we are there for them no matter what. Even if I'm in the middle of doing some negotiation with, with a client and if they come into my office, I always say, you know what, hold on a second, let me uh, talk to my, to my sons. They always come first to me, me and my husband. Now, I know you've met my husband, Dwayne, before, right, many times, and we even had lunch or, I think, um, dinner together. But um, I don't know if you noticed this, but my husband is a very, not I should not say very, but he is soft in a way when it comes to understanding what my boys are going through. I don't know if, if the word soft is the right word to say, but he pretty much understands what they're going through. They're able to, my children are able to go to Dwayne and talk about everything and anything under the sun. That means from from sex to to pressure in school to anything they want to talk about, whatever that's in their mind. So with that um, sense, we always had that type of relationships from the get-go. And I think that's the very important connection that, that we will ever have as a family. And that's what makes us unique. The reason why I'm very adamant about that, because growing up, I've always had this, this sense in me that I wasn't, for the lack of a better term, I wasn't, like, like I did not belong with the family I grew up with, with my adopted family. And I'll tell you a little bit more about that in, you know, in a little bit. Because I've always had this sense of there's something different about me, even if I want to talk to my mom or I want to talk to my dad. For some reason, they, they, they're not really understanding me, okay? Mind you, growing up as a teenager, we all feel like, like our parents do not understand that, uh, understand us at all. They look at us like, you know what, hon? It will pass, whatever you're going through, it's no big deal. But as a teenager, we go through a lot of emotions, right? We have all of these 
pressure in school and hormones, if you will, and other environments along the way that not only we're already confused, but we're trying to figure out how we're going to fit in in the world. So I always have that, that um, sense of I want to belong, you know, if you will. And so I made it a point where when I finally have my family, one thing that lacked in my family growing up from my mom, my dad, and my brothers were that type of communication. And now I'm not saying that I never communicated with my parents, but it was just something different there. And one of the reasons why was I did not find out that I was adopted until I was maybe 18 or 19 years old. So wow. that was a tipping, yeah, that was a tipping point for me at that time because I knew there was something else there that's missing. I knew that there was something else there that, you know what, besides the, the obvious part of, okay, I look a little bit different than them. I was a lot darker than them, and I even think different than them. And I'm thinking, how oh, that's just part of the family, right? You always have someone who is different than you. I don't have to be just like my brothers or my mom, but my instinct, my gut feeling inside of me it was telling me for many years that there's something else there that I could not put my finger on until I push one day. And I asked my mom, it's like, mom, is there something that I really need to know about me? And for many months, she used to just dismiss the fact that there's something there. She would just tell me, oh, no, hon, you're, you're fine. You're perfect. What are you talking about? You know, until finally I decided and I got really frustrated that, you know what, mom, I think I'm adopted. And she looked at me and she said, why do you say that? But the way she said it to me shocked me the most because she said it in a very angry voice. And she doesn't get angry unless she's really pushed into something, unless she's really, really uncomfortable about something. So when she said that, I knew at that moment that there's something else there. The reason why she, and I come to find out later on, the reason why she kept that, because being in the Asian um, culture, if you will, or probably just my family, we are not to, we were not allowed to talk about something like this. Because growing up, I've always been told that this is your family, this is your blood family. And even my, my cousins and, and relatives would always tell me, no, that is your blood family, you know, even though I would ask. It's like, am, am, I, am I adopted or something like that? And they would always, always tell me, no, you're not adopted. That is your blood, blood family. Did you feel betrayed at all once you found out? Um, or did you kind of understand that... Uh the, the, why they why they did that? How were your feelings at that moment? Oh yes, uh, to be honest with you, for the first I guess the the first few days I was confused, I was frustrated, and I don't think betrayal betrayed was actually the word that came to my mind. I was more shocked where all you had to do was tell me the truth because all I wanted to know 
was, you know, I had a question in my mind and I had this gut feeling. I just did not understand what's the big deal. What's the big deal? It's not like I was going to run away. But I come to realize that when I finally had the chance to talk to my mom, um, she told me that she did not want me to run away and, and start looking for my biological parents because I was of age. I was 18 or 19 years old. And wow. even, though I, even though I'm already here, here in Georgia, but I told my mom, I said, no, mom, that wasn't it. I'm not going to run away. And I never did. I told her, you know, just to be patient with me as I go through all of these emotions because I've always known that there's something missing there, but I just didn't understand what it was. And all I needed was just a confirmation that it wasn't all in my head. But her fear was about losing me. Losing me. I can't, I can't imagine what she must have emotionally gone through and what you must have emotionally gone through at that time, but I understand it from both sides, so it's, it's incredible. Um, yeah. We do have to cut to another commercial break, but when we get back, um, I'm excited to start asking you about some business stuff that you're into. So uh, we'll be awesome. back in just a couple minutes, everyone. See you soon. Think you've seen everything there is to see in online television? Let us surprise you. Visit voiceamerica.tv today for sports, health, business, and more on demand 24-7. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real, real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Streaming live, the leader in Internet talk radio, voiceamerica.com. You 
are tuned into Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, Iris. Welcome back. <laughs> hey, hey. So I really loved the first half of our show, talking a lot about kind of your background and your history and where you've come from. And thanks for sharing some kind of personal, more intimate sides of, of your life and, and talking a little bit about family and where you've come from. And and I could literally talk to you about that for the entire hour. But uh, a lot of our young people that are listening are future entrepreneurs that want to basically create the life of your dreams. And I know you have an event coming up called Live Your Dreams. Um, so I want to talk about the event a little bit later, but I just want kind of want to know what um, brought you to become an entrepreneur in the first place and where that all started and if it connects back to uh, your experience growing up at all. Oh, wow. Yes, yes, yes. Um, you know, to be, uh, ironically enough, I did not start out as an entrepreneur. My parents were entrepreneurs. I grew up in a household of go-getters and business, you know, negotiations day in and day out. Uh, me, on the other hand, I wanted to pursue something different. I wanted to become a doctor, a lawyer, an architect, you name it. But it had nothing to do with business. But for some reason, um, along the way, though, being an entrepreneur, I started to see that actually it's, it's something that I wanted to pursue, not only because I saw it with my parents, and I saw how it, it was giving them some freedom and some ability to, to, you know, do things they wanted to do without having to tie in to someone else's, else's dream, if you will. But um, me becoming an entrepreneur came really late in my life. Well, I should not say late, but I did not start out when I was 18 or 20 or even 30. I started out when I was 40 years old, and I'm 45 now. The reason why I did that was when my parents, my mom specifically, and then my brother passed away, that's when I began to realize that life was demanding more out of me, that greatness within me, if you will. Mm. And I thought, you know what? I've always had this dream of, okay, you know, I want to be successful. I want to serve others in a higher platform, in a bigger masses, motivate the masses. How could I do that? I, I could do that in a corporate setting. I could do that working for a company. and I could travel the world. But I wanted to do it in a different limelight, if you will, in a different mm-hmm. um, set. So... That's where my entrepreneur spirit was born, was really after my mom passed away. Because at that moment, her business was handed down to me. And even though I did not continue her business, I mean, I continued it as long as possible, but it wasn't my niche. It wasn't my, my you know, it wasn't my dream. I wanted to do something else. But I knew then that that was the start of me becoming an entrepreneur. So question, um, a lot of young people out there listening don't know what your niche means. Can you kind of explain that for them? A niche is, is pretty much, you know, it's your passion 
and it's something that you love to do that basically that will have people pay you to do. So, for example, you, Brandy, I mean, your niche or your passion is serving our youth, our, our community, and motivating them, inspiring the young entrepreneurs to become even more success with their business or whatever they do, they're, they're doing, mm-hmm. professional or business development. So you, you are doing it in a sense of, you know, doing this type of radio, radio show, interviewing many, many people, as well as you travel oh, Allison, ar- around the world. Iris? I, are you there? I'm here. Oh, yeah. Can Sorry, you hear me? I lost- <laughs> I don't I don't know where I was now but um yeah. Are you there? Yes, no, absolutely. You were talking about me and my niche and what what I'm truly passionate about in youth and the community for 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 my niche and then I think you were just about to start talking about kind of yours. Right, right, right. Exactly, exactly. It's basically what your your comfortable position in life and that that's and what you want to do with that, with that um, thing that you have, it's, it's your gift. Absolutely, yeah, yeah. Um, so, I, were you were you in? Uh, are you a digital marketing expert? Is that kind of where you got into it before you started uh, your own business? Was that? I think that's how I kind of met you as you were working with uh, Mosaic a little bit, doing the digital marketing side. Is that kind of your background, or have you had a little bit of everything in life? <laughs> yes, I'm a, a Jane of all trades. No, no, but um, when I started my very first company back in 2011, um, I was just building web websites for business people, and I had, you know, I had my clients in Georgia as well as California, and all I did was build their websites, and then. And then they needed more, so, you know, I branched out to do a little bit of social media at that time, and then I even built mobile apps. And that's mm. when I started my, my first company back in 2011. But um, like I said earlier, I had to rebrand myself about, I rebranded myself about two years ago, and and I pretty much, you know, uh, I took whatever I had back in 2011 and created an agency. So I have a handful of team members who helped me with web design, anim- animated video, which is a you know explainer video marketing. Mm-hmm. And then um, yeah, that, that's pretty much it. Awesome. And do. and your company now is called the Alliston Group. Is that correct? The Alliston Group. Yes. Yes. And so that you is. have a team. People and you work together to do all of these things that's kind of surround that. Is that correct? Yes, exactly. I do have, because I don't know about you, but I cannot do all these tasks. <laughs> I cannot <laughs> do web design and then do um, a videos for people and then and then speak in front of people. There's just too many things going going on in my life. So, I pretty much have my own team members who help me along the way. So, for example, if I need to have a web design set up for a client, um, I will pretty much delegate that task to my team members who can code, who can design websites, and they pretty much know what they're doing. 
uh, for the most part, I think they're way smarter than me because they are into programming and coding and all those great things, and they keep up with the current trends mm, because it's absolutely. always changing. I mean, I, that's probably one of the biggest things I've ever learned, um, especially in the last few years, just going to all these marketing events and, and things like that is is just the team around you is what makes you strong, like the people in your life. Uh, I can't remember who said it. I, uh, I think it's one of my board members, but I don't want to misquote, said that the five people that you spend most of your time with is how your life is going to look, basically. And, and just by having close people that are following the same path as you doing the same things, but also bring different things to the table because they're smarter than you in some respects is really helpful. So you mm-hmm. must find that with your team and your company as well. Definitely, and I'm so honored, and I've just been blessed to have them because without them, uh, you know, they they pretty much make me look good. That's all I'm going to say. <laughs> <laughs> I love it. Um, you did mention a moment ago about public speaking a little bit. Um, what I, I what was that? What is it like public speaking? I know you've just recently got into that speaking on stages and things like that. What what's that like for you personally? And how did you learn to overcome your fear of public speaking? <laughs> Oh, my gosh. Yes, I know, Brandy. If you have asked me that, that question about probably eight, nine month, months ago, I would have told you, no way, you will never see me on stage speaking in front of 100 or 200, you, you know, guests. There's just no way. Are you kidding me? I have this, this fear of speaking in front of people. But yet, you know what? These days, I am just pushing through my fear, my insecurities, my, my confidence, whatever the case may be, even my internal dialogue of, mm. of you know, there are times I, I tell myself, oh, you're not ready, Iris. You can't do this. You don't know what to say. You stutter. You, you will forget your lines and this and this. You don't, you know, you're not perfect. And I just shut those, those dialogue down and say, you know what, three, two, one, action. And when I, when I do that to myself and when I say action and then put a verb of what I want to do, then it pushes me to that next level. It's like, okay, you know what? I, before my brain, before my mind can start, you know, um, talk me out of doing something that I need to do. For instance, today, you know, I could have, I could have talked myself out and just tell you, you know what, Brandy, I, I don't want to be on the radio. But yeah. here I am, and, and I'm just talking as if, you know, there's no other people out there but just you and I and just having fun. And that's the thing that I've learned over many, many months is I don't have to be perfect, but I have to move forward. I have to keep doing what makes me, what makes me um, you know, laugh and, 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 and for people to have a good time. So, yeah. Um, Iris, before, <laughs> before we go to our next break, could you tell everyone what your social media handles are just so if they want to jump on and see what you look like and see who you are, they could uh, follow you before just before we cut to break in about 30 seconds here? Oh, yeah, yeah. Um, follow me on Facebook. I do have a business page under my name. So it's spelled I-R-E-S-D as in day, A-L-L. I-S-T-O-N. So that's Iris D. Alliston. That's on Facebook. And then on Instagram, it's just my name, I-R-E-S-A-L-L 
I-S-T-O-N. Okay, beautiful. Thank you very much. I'll pass it on to some of the students as well. We will be right back after this commercial break, everyone. See you soon. Follow us on Twitter at VoiceAmericaTRN. Get the lowdown on guests, new shows, and your favorites. That's VoiceAmericaTRN. Hey, you. Yeah, you. Are you tired of people asking you what you want to be when you grow up? Well, we can help. What if we gave you the money to start your own business? All you have to do is join the Teen Wealth Club. Even if you have no idea what you want to do, we can help you have the life of your dreams and play by your own rules. We are real. Real people who believe that your life can be whatever you want it to be. And we know it works because we have hundreds of other teens just like you who are doing it right now. Check out GlobalTeenWealth.org and start the life of your dreams today. Don't forget to mention Teen Wealth Radio and we'll send you a free gift when you join. Or you can call us at 1-855-866-TEEN. That's 1-855-866-8336. GlobalTeenWealth.org. We're here to get you started on your future. I'm busy and so is my family. Leftover pizza and unhealthy takeout isn't really doing it for us anymore. Just ask my bathroom scale. That all changed when I found Freshly. For less than $10 a meal, Freshly delivers six meals a week, always fresh, never frozen, prepared by top chefs and nutritionists using the best, freshest, gluten-free ingredients. The best part is the menu is always new and fresh, just like the food, and it only takes three minutes for me to prepare breakfast, lunch, or dinner, and there's no messy cleanup and no dishes. My family loves the choices and the taste and freshly delivers to my home and my office so I eat healthy all day, every day. If you're tired of the same old cardboard delivery and takeout, try out Freshly.com today and save $20 on your first order using coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. Your taste buds and your scale will thank you. So save 20 bucks today with coupon code VAH639 at Freshly.com. The Internet's number one talk station. Number one talk station. VoiceAmerica.com You are tuned in to Teen Wealth Radio. To join in the conversation, send an email to Brandy at GlobalTeenWealth.com. That's Brandy with an I at GlobalTeenWealth.com. Now, back to this week's show. Hey, everybody. Welcome back to Team Wealth Radio. I'm here with the amazing Iris Alliston, and we've learned a whole lot about her life, both personally and professionally. I have a couple of questions for her before we wrap up the show today. I wish we could keep her for two hours because she's so amazing. But uh, very quickly, <laughs> Iris, I, I know you've been part of a couple book collaborations. I know you had a book published last year on Amazon all about branding. But I'm really curious about your newest book that's coming out that you're just finishing up um, called Three Seconds to Courage because we're just talking about how courageous you are to come on the radio show when you're uncomfortable, to speak on stages, and to just become an entrepreneur in general. So can you tell us a little bit about your book? Oh, yes, yes, yes. Uh, Definitely. The Three Seconds to Courage is about releasing my fear. And basically, I'll be talking about the the acronym FEAR. It's F-E-A-R. And I've adopted two different um, statements or definitions with that. And one is 
facing everything and rising. And the second one is facing everything and recovering. Mm. Because we, in life, we always have this internal dialogue that we, like I said earlier, that we pretty much talk ourselves out of doing something. And it doesn't matter if it's something that we can do. And then all of a sudden we start thinking, okay, I'm not ready. There's just no way I could do this. Or even other people telling you, oh, you know what, Iris, you're not ready. Are you crazy? Have you ever had those conversations with your friends? When people My tell goodness. you, you're crazy. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so, I mean, we all have that. The thing is, uh, there are times that their statements or their opinions are actually, you know, they're worth it because they, they just want us to be not in harm's way. So I, I understand those things. But as an entrepreneur, we have to take risks every single day. It's the only way we're going to grow. It's the only way we're going to see what we're capable of doing. And it's the only way we're going to find out what's working and what's not working. So in this book, I pretty much have, uh, I created what I call a system. And, and I'd mentioned this earlier when, when I when I'm about to do something, then I find myself, the other part of my brain starts talking to me. It's like, oh, you know what, Iris, you can't do this or this and that and this and that. I would switch into my other mode by saying, I'm going to take, um, take a deep breath in and then release it. And then I'm going to count backwards. Three, two, one, I'm going to the gym. Three, two, one, I'm making that those sales call today. Three, two, one, I'm going to make one sale today. Mm. So I keep, so th- that type of practice or exercise is what I do, I've been doing for the past few months. And it's helping me along the way. Um, so I figure, you know what, if it helps me, why can't I put it in, in my book and, and perhaps I could help other people out there because there are times that we just need a little nudge, right? Brandy, we just need a little push. Mm -hmm. So, because there are times when I wake up in the morning, I don't know about you, but I'm not always (laughs) upbeat or energetic and I'd rather just lay there. And even though I have millions of things to do for the day, I could be just laying there and say, you know what, I'm just going to sleep in. I, I need a little bit more rest today. It's like, no. I will sit there and say, you know what, I've got so many things to do. What am I going to say to myself in order for me to have a better day? So I yes. said, three, two, one, get up. Yeah. Three, two, one, get something to eat. You know, simple yeah. things like that. So. That's what I figured, that's where my title comes in, Three Seconds to Courage, because we can implement it into our everyday life, if you will. In mm-hmm. order for us to take action, we have, we have to have courage. Absolutely. Um, so I, I'm really interested to know more about your event that you have coming up. I know we talked about it a little bit at the top of the hour just um, with um, my business partner that helped co-found Teen Wealth with me. Evan Oglesby is going to be attending yes. this event. I love the title of the event, Live Your Dreams, because that's literally what Teen Wealth is based on. We want to help young people that are struggling to find their self-worth 
to live the life of their dreams and overcome all those struggles. So we got about three minutes till the end of the show. So if you could just tell us a little bit about uh, Live Your Dreams, the event, and how people can find out more about it if they're in the Georgia area and want to attend, because I'm assuming it's in Georgia, right? Yes, definitely. Uh, and it's, um, it's going to be, well, it is in Georgia. It's going to be at the Cobb Galleria in Cobb County. Um, for people to find more about it, uh, it's, the website is Alliston Group, A-L-L-I-S-T-O-N-G-R-O-U-P.com slash live your dreams. And it's pretty much, the idea is pretty much came from my mentor, Les Brown. And for some of you who might not know about Les Brown, he's the top motivational speakers, uh, one of the top motivational speakers in the world. So lately, he actually founded uh, and co-founded um, Les Brown Maximum Achievement Team, and they're based in Florida. So Les Brown, as well as the faculty leaders, have come up with this idea, pretty much this concept, business concept, where they are teaching and training and coaching entrepreneurs, business professionals, and anyone who would like to become a speaker, a trainer, and certified coach. And along the way, we're actually being immersed into different types of modules or courses. And one of the courses is actually Live Your Dreams. And I Mm. thought, you know what? I really like that because, because it is something that not only resonates with me, but it will resonate with a lot of people. Because when you, when you think about your life, you only have one life to live. What are you doing right now that's making a difference in yourself as well as with your family or friends or even the masses? So when I started to learn about that course, I figured, you know what, let me do a little bit of, um, let, let me start out something small. Let me do a workshop or something like that to teach the other people I know here in Atlanta what living your dreams is all about. Because it's not just about motivating you or inspiring, inspiring you, which we can do all day. We will make you feel good at the end of the day. But what do you do the next day in order for you to, um, you know, to, to start living your dreams? We, we're going to give you strategies and blueprint, if, if you will, if you come to the event. So what started out as just a small idea of maybe just having, you know, five or ten people or even 20 people to our little workshop event, it has turned into a national event. I have friends and, and, and entrepreneurs coming from Florida, Maryland, to even New Jersey. And I'm thinking, wow, how blessed I am to be having this event that I have. And it's my very first live event. And I'm thinking, what started out as something small, it has turned into something big. And, and I'm just, I'm just so grateful to have the opportunity. And, and I also have eight other speakers who are joining me, and we're going to be taking turns talking about our challenges, our obstacles, our personal stories, our triumphs, and what we're doing now that, um, that, that will you know, help people to, to start living their dreams. That's incredible. I really hope that uh, one day soon in the future, I can bring all my youth to one of your Live Your Dreams events and uh, and they can sit there and listen to all you guys speak because I know it'll be really inspirational. Um, wow. that oh, my goodness. Yeah. 
Yeah, that, that hour flew by so quickly. Well, you have to wrap up the show, but I just want everyone, if you want to reach out to Iris, you can find her on Facebook at Iris D. Alliston, and that's I-R-E-S-D-A-L-L-I-S-T-O-N. And if you didn't get that, feel free to reach out to me. You know my email. It's Brandy at Global Teen Wealth. Thanks, Iris, for joining us so much. Thank you. Thank you. So, so grateful of you, Brandy. Thank you. Right back at you, lovely. And for anyone out there listening, I'll see you again next week. Thanks a lot for joining us again. Have a great week. Thanks for being part of Teen Wealth Radio. Please join your host, Brandy England, her guests, and panel of experts again next Thursday at 5 p.m. Pacific Time, 8 p.m. Eastern Time on the Voice America Variety Channel. Have an awesome week, and we'll see you here for the next show. 